For a long time, people in the Bitcoin community have hoped that Bitcoin and cryptocurrency would gain mass adoption, that people would be using it all over the world, and especially to send remittances to their family in poorer countries. That hasn't happened. Is it possible that a multinational organization could take advantage of their existing user base and of the existing infrastructure that's in the cryptocurrency space and create a currency that spans the whole world. And if they do, what's the worst that could happen? Let's talk about Facebook's proposed coin, the Libra. Welcome to Cryptonomics, Principles of Cryptocurrency and Investing. Thanks for pressing like, pressing subscribe, sharing with all your friends, leaving a comment, checking the description, being a crypto bro or crypto sister, and connecting with me on all social media. Now, let's talk about Facebook's coin, the Libra. Facebook has about 2.8 billion users worldwide and also owns Instagram and WhatsApp. WhatsApp has 1.5 billion users, 200 million of which are in India. Instagram has 1 billion users. Now imagine if they could connect all of those users together in a global financial network with a token that's pegged to the US dollar. That's the Libra. So they have maybe 3 billion users. Now with such a large user base, people would say it would be easy for Facebook to enter the market and immediately compete with PayPal's 277 million users, Venmo's 40 million users, but it's not really that simple. I mean, Facebook already has a payment function, but I've never used it. Nobody I know has ever used it. As far as I know, maybe nobody uses it. Now for this worldwide network coin, things could be different. As I said, WhatsApp has those 200 million users in India, a lot of the money that's sent into India is in remittances, just like in a lot of developing nations. For a long time, we thought that Bitcoin would fill that niche. But the problem seems to be, in a lot of the world, it's still very difficult to either spend cryptocurrency or convert it into fiat currency so you can just use it at the store. With all those users in India and also in other developing nations, Facebook might be able to just literally create a whole economy. So they call it the Libra, which I think is a pretty silly name actually, because obviously it comes from the Latin Libra, which means pound. But the problem is there are so many hundred million Spanish speakers in the world who still use the word Libra to mean pound. Just imagine if I started a new payment service and I called it dollar or Juro or something like that. Would that be really brilliant or really stupid? I'm not sure. At first people were saying that Libra would probably look like Starbucks loyalty points, but now people are saying mm, it's probably going to look more like Bitcoin or Ether. Now the question is, what would Facebook gain from making Libra operate more like a cryptocurrency? And the answer, as far as I can tell, is pretty simple. It's because there's all that existing infrastructure there all over the world. There's, you know, five exchanges in a lot of countries. So they can just 
plug their coin into those networks and they already have the ability to convert their coin into whatever local currency. Now that's pretty smart. However, I do think that Facebook isn't going to want to give up too much control. So I think this project is going to look more like Ripple or Stellar Lumens than Bitcoin or Litecoin or Dash. That's because with Ripple and Stellar Lumens, they actually have these features in it because it's a more centralized database. They can basically flip the switch on somebody's account and somebody's address like they did with one of the co-founders of Ripple, they switched off his address and it means he can no longer use those funds. Having a coin like this connected to a large global social media network and pegged to the reserve currency of the world presents some interesting opportunities. So they could do stuff like incentivize merchants to accept Libra by offering them discounts on Facebook ads. They could also reward users for viewing ads, which is similar to what Brave Browser and the Basic Attention token do at the moment. Facebook is reportedly talking to Visa and MasterCard about creating physical cards for the Libra. And that would mean that spending them would be very easy. And on the flip side of that, Visa and MasterCard recently announced increases in their fees. And that opens up the opportunity to create a Facebook payment app, similar to Google Pay or Apple Pay, where you can just walk into a store and swipe with your phone instead of even having to pull out a card. So in some ways, this could be really cool because it could allow the easy flow of money into these developing nations, allowing more investment and eventually allowing the developed nations to prosper. However, there's also a lot of ways that this could go really, really badly. Here's an article from CCN, the Crypto Coin Network. It's entitled, Only an Idiot Would Use Facebook Shady Cryptocurrency. And it lays out some clear reasons why you shouldn't trust Facebook to handle the world economy. Reason number one is the Cambridge Analytica scandal. So there was a breach of the trust with the users their data was used in ways that they didn't really give permission for, even though it's technically allowed in the terms and conditions. And it possibly led to Donald Trump being elected as president. It was discovered that Facebook stored its passwords in plain text for about seven years. So that would mean that a lot of employees probably had access to that. They could probably just open up the file and copy and paste your password and enter your account, especially before the last couple of years when Facebook implemented additional security measures. Then there's the issue of Facebook censorship. So everybody more or less knows that Facebook blocked Infowars and Alex Jones, Milo Yiannopoulos, and also Louis Farrakhan. But it also blocked a bunch of smaller independent journalism outlets like Police the Police, Cop Block, uh, the Free Thought Project. There was a whole range of them. Uh, even my friend Sterling Lujan had his page, The Psychologic Anarchist, blocked by Facebook. And a lot of people have the experience of being put in Facebook jail, like having a week-long or 30-day ban from a Facebook account 
where you can't log into your profile, can't even use Messenger and respond to your friends. I had the experience of being put in Facebook jail for a few days for a comment which I apparently I'd written maybe six or seven years before. So this opens up the door to a lot of exploits. Like if there's somebody you don't like, you can troll through their account, go back years, find something they said which wasn't politically correct, and get them snapped, get them cut off. So many people using Facebook. Facebook being one of the primary portals which people use to access information and news on the World Wide Web, it's pretty easy to see how this could be exploited for political purposes. So Facebook comes up and it says, oh, why don't you use Facebook Messenger for SMS so we can have control over your texts? And then eventually it might say, why don't you use Facebook Messenger for payments so we can have control over your payments? And then you post a meme that has Zuckerberg doing a salute <laughs> to a, an old-fashioned German flag and suddenly you find that you have yourself cut off not only from SMS and your Facebook friends but also from financial services. And does this Zuck really give a duck's left nut when your money gets cut? An interesting thing about this, like with Venmo, Facebook wants to make sending money free. And that raises the question, well, how do they expect to make a profit off this? And one way would be, they set up their own exchanges so you can convert the money into a local currency, you put it in your bank account, and then they can charge a fee at that point. However, if I put on my tinfoil hat just for a moment, I think about the case of Tether. Tether started out with the intention of backing every Tether one-to-one -one with US dollars. They even went as far as to say that it will always be backed one-to-one -one by US dollars, full stop. However, we can see that's probably now not the case. We look on our website, we see that they have a much vaguer definition of what backs up Tether. They back it up with assets, and we don't know what those assets are. In fact, the wording is so vague, it could be that Tether is backed up by other Tethers. With Tether having established itself as the primary US dollar stablecoin in the crypto economy, and then removing the US dollar backing, they've de facto established themselves as this crypto central bank because they can just print more tethers at will. If Facebook were to do the same thing, that could actually make them the most powerful entity in the whole cryptocurrency market. And it could actually give them an amount of power that would rival the top central banks in the world today. I don't know if Facebook would do this because I think it would open the doors to a lot of legal risk, possibly some lawsuits about fraud from several governments around the world. On the other hand, I think this is kind of like that story where a guy tells you, hey, I'm going to borrow a million dollars to buy a tank. And you say, 
where are you gonna get a million dollars to pay back the loan? And he says, pay it back? No man, you don't understand. If they ever come to collect, I have a tank. Likewise, once you control the supply of money, what's a little lawsuit to you? If I go even deeper into the conspiracy theory ideas, I'd say that maybe Facebook has the okay from certain powerful hidden interests to create a one world currency. And that would mean they would never have to worry about any lawsuits. So what do you think? Would you use Libra? Do you think anybody would? Do you think 200 million Indians would? Do you think there's a risk of putting the world economy in the hands of an alleged evil extraterrestrial? That's my question for you. Please leave a comment. Tell me what you think. Continue the conversation. Now, just a quick note. I wanted to tell you Last week I put out that video saying how skeptical people were. That really changed quickly. So I've seen people making a few wild predictions without putting any technical analysis or fundamental analysis. And it seems like people are quite high in spirits now. At the time of recording, Bitcoin is close to 8,200 US dollars. Now, nobody has a crystal ball. I don't know what's going to happen in the next few weeks. I think this is the likely course. I think Bitcoin will probably tumble within the next couple of weeks and then it will stabilize after that correction and then it'll probably continue going up, but more slowly. Time will tell. I don't really know. It's not financial advice. I'm just going by the sentiment and a few patterns in the sentiment that I've noticed. Thanks for listening. Thanks for subscribing and pressing like. And thanks for listening to the podcast, the YouTube channel, the Facebook group. Thanks for checking out the description and being a crypto brother or crypto sister, following me, connecting with me on all social media. Thank you so much for listening. Remember, most importantly, have a look around you. Notice the freedom and the wonderful things that this world affords you and stay grateful.